Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Recent Eats. I'm your host, Aishwarya Iyer, and today I'm here with a friend of mine who, you know, when I was when I was creating this podcast, I thought about who are the types of people that I would want on here anyway. And this person was at the top of my list because her I cannot wait for y'all to hear her because her adventures in food are, I think they're like at this point legendary. I love seeing all of her, you know, food adventures from within LA, outside of LA. So, and she has a food company. So she just has really impeccable taste all around when it comes to anything culinary. I'm so excited to have you on. Jing from Fly by Jing. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. So excited. Can you, I, I, I don't think that I've um, articulated, you know, who you are and what you've done. And so I'd love for you to share with everybody who you are, some backstory, and then let's get rocking and rolling. Great. Um, so I'm Jing. I am the founder and CEO of Fly by Jing, and we are a premium all natural Chinese food company. And we are, um, known for our citron chili crisp, among other condiments. That Which is insane, by the way. But anyway, so continue. Celebrate the flavors of my hometown, um, which is Chengdu and flavor capital of China. It's the capital of Citron province. And just, I think, the most flavorful, delicious, um, complex, dynamic flavors from China. So um, I was born there, but grew up all over the world. And lived in Europe and Canada growing up and eventually found myself in China in my 20s with a tech job. And that's where I started to kind of peel back the layers to my identity and found myself through food. And that was a way for me to express, you know, uh, myself at first. And the more I got into it, and, you know, first through food writing, and then through cooking, um, I realized how little people outside of China knew about, you know, Chinese food and Sichuan food in particular. And it became my mission to shine a light on it and, you know, kind of present it the way that it deserves to be presented, which really is um, an amazing, high quality, super premium, um, you know, and, and deep and, you know, a, a cuisine with so much history, 5,000 years of history. Um, and complexity and, and just everything. So I wanted to represent it in that light. And I started a underground supper club that I named Fly by Jing, which was inspired by fly restaurants, which are these, you know, really famous hole in the wall places in Chengdu that are so delicious. They attract people like flies. And, and I wanted to um, bring those flavors and that energy to life in my in my dinners so I started cooking these like pop-up dinners in cities all over the world and that's when I realized you know just how universal these flavors were um but you know there was no access to the ingredients and the flavors so I started the sauce brand to make these flavors more accessible and available and now here we are. And Fly by Jing's products are so, the products are incredible and they're found 
at your Whole Foods, Target, and of course your website and on Amazon and they're just everywhere and they're they're divine. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, before we dive into your actual recent eats, can you tell me currently in your mind, what's your relationship with cooking versus restaurants right now? Great question. I don't remember the last time I cooked. Mm. I used to cook all the time, right? I was a chef. I like cooked in my restaurant, in my supper clubs. But um, I, for the last four years, I've been so deep in this entrepreneurship hole that, you know, at the end of a long day, I have zero capacity in my bones, in my brain, in my soul left to be in the kitchen. And I can probably count on one hand the number of times that I have cooked in the last four years. Um, you know, except for any dinner parties or events that I would do, but like, it's very rare. Um, and that's work at the end of the day. Like, and it's work. Yeah. Exactly. So the number of times that I've cooked for personal enjoyment, yeah. you know, is even more rare. So um, I do feel like something is amiss there. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, I'm just loving my Uber Eats and caviar and all my apps. And that's what I rely on. Jing, it's so honestly, it's very heartening to hear you say that in some ways, because I think we put immense pressure on ourselves as human beings um, across the board to try to do everything all at once. It's like that movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. And you, mm -hmm. yeah. And I would say that's for, for, you know, domestic and sort of like food purposes too. And I feel the same way. And I think that it's really easy to want to say that, Hey, you know, I have a food company. I should be cooking up a storm. I should be like the modern day Martha Stewart or something and like baking up a, a pie every evening. And the reality is it's all about capacity. And it's also a season in your life, which is why I specifically wanted to know in this season of your life, what's your relationship? Because I know that if I were to have asked you maybe in your 20s or a different season, your relationship between cooking and restaurants probably would be super different. So mm -hmm. now with all that said, we're talking on a Friday. So let's kind of rewind back in time to this past Wednesday. Can you tell me, I know your schedule is probably insane. So with as much detail as possible, if you could tell us when you wake up in the morning, like on that Wednesday, what's the first thing you ate or drank? And then how are you maneuvering through the day? So on a regular morning, I usually wake up and I need a hit of caffeine. So I will, um, these days, I mean, I am so like, I mean, you know, I'm, I, I, I say that I'm busy, which I am, but I also... I'm just lazy too. Like, I don't really take the time to like do the morning routine. And I love coffee, but and I have like fancy espresso machine. But these days, I'm having instant freeze dried coffee. Mm. Well, it is good quality it's from Blue Bottle, and it's actually really good. And they make um they they make really good instant coffee these days. So highly recommend that. And then I also mix it with a bunch of adaptogens. Our mutual Ooh. friend, Shizu, um, I put in her Mind Over Matter, I believe it is. It's um, this blend of different mushrooms. And cool. it's like this brown, you know, it looks like coffee, doesn't really taste like anything. Um, <clears throat> but I know I, I just feel good 
you know, consuming it. I feel like it gives me um, a really great hit of energy in the morning. I'll also put, you know, I put so much stuff in my coffee. I'll put like collagen, I'll put, you know, whatever other kind of um, special tinctures and, and stuff I've got at home at the moment. That's cool. Yeah. You're sort of treating your coffee like a smoothie, like adding all the goodness for your morning. Exactly. I try That's to cool. make everything as multifunctional as possible. Um, so I start with that. And usually, you know, especially if I put some collagen or MCT oil in, in my coffee, I can tide myself over until about lunch. And um, but these days I've been quite hungry in the morning. So I've started having um I'm going through like a yogurt and granola phase that's some I was in New York last month and I um celebrated my birthday there with a friend at 11 Madison Park and at the end of the lunch they bring you their homemade granola which is absolutely amazing and I never really ate granola before I'm not a cereal girl I'm not like you know into that like dry kind of you know sweet breakfast I'm more of a savory um person but I started yeah, I started having like coconut yogurt with granola and, you know, a drizzle of honey. And it's been really delightful. So delicious. I think I did that for breakfast. And then this week, um, I've been like, usually I'll order like um, something healthy for lunch. Um, I try to, you know, my I think my usual rotation is like Goop Kitchen. Mm. Um, uh what's it called uh well goop kitchen sweet green and um wait hold on we're so dumb i like literally order from them every day oh tender greens um that's it <laughs> that's three and so i think i had um i don't know have you had goop kitchen i have yes yeah. tell me tell me what's your what's on your roster at goop kitchen <laughs> yeah so i just can't resist it i think it's it's really I think it's high quality it's fresh um and the flavors were you know it's it's not like fly by jing it's not like Asian like deep complex flavors but it's it does the job it's well seasoned I guess at Goop Kitchen I usually get the turmeric bone broth Mm -hmm. um and then I'll get like a salad they have this all green salad that has avocado beans artichokes like chickpeas um and uh, they also have a really great cob salad and um, and uh, their chicken teriyaki bowl is actually really nice. So I'll get one of those and it's satisfying, easy, quick. Great. Yeah. You're probably running around during the day in meetings. What time this past Wednesday when you ordered from, from them, what time did you get to sit down and eat? <sighs> well, I've had a week. I've had back to back pretty much every single day this week. So um, I'll try to order something by like 1230 one and kind of like it's it's bad. I pretty much just like shovel something down in between meetings, um, sometimes yeah. during a meeting. Yeah. So roughly 12, 1230 one ish. Yeah. Yeah. It's the uh, infamous shoveling of the desk salad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday evening. So, well, first of all, before we dive into Wednesday evening, are you a snacks person? And if, if so, if not, what does your snack situation look like on a weekday yeah. like this where you're just back to back? 
I do like snacks. Um, I love a meat snack. Mm. So I have been really into um, Tillamook recently. Like I've, I try all kinds of like, you know, meat sticks and jerkies and stuff. I usually don't like them. Um, I find their flavors are always a little off, but Tillamook really into that. So I've been chewing on those um, those meat sticks. And then um, recently, <clears throat> I discovered this brand called Stellar. Stellar. Ooh. Oh, wow. Stellar. I don't know if you know Dots. Dots yes. is like, the pretzel company. That pretzel company. So mm-hmm. Stellar is like Dots, but healthy. Oh. So like without all the artificial stuff. You know, Dots, the reason why it's so good is because it's MSG. It's filled with MSG. I see. And which is like, duh. You know, yeah. but of course, because um, a white lady named, I think her name was Dot, Dot something, Dotty, <laughs> Dot. But because a white lady started it, you know, she got no flack for it. Of course, if an Asian uh, person course. did it, it would be a different story. Yes. Anyway, so there's a healthy version of Dots, which I really enjoy. Um, I like nuts, you know, like Brazil nuts. Um, you know, if you want something indulgent, like chocolate covered nuts like skinny dipped or something Mm. um i love those welch's like fruit gummies oh i've not had those oh those are very nice they um you can get them in a club pack at costco okay hot tip y'all yeah i have my team comes and works for my house uh one day every week so on thursdays everybody gathers at my house and so i've got always a lot of selections of Costco kind of snacks available. That's actually so cute because I'm picturing a team sitting around. There's nothing better than a team being in person sitting around together and like trading notes and ideas. And then you also have like cute fruit snacks and gummy bears and like pretzels and everything to kind of keep everybody's creative juices flowing. I love, love, love to hear that. One more thing on the snacks. I have um, a lot of Japanese snack boxes at home because my friend Danny is founder of Boxu. Um, it's like a Japanese snack subscription company. He's always sending me his stuff. So um, that's really handy to have on hand as well. It's just like, mm. you know, always a, a revolving selection of of. Um, funky, cool Japanese snacks. That That's can... cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. What did dinner on Wednesday look like? My memory is like, I can only go back 24 hours at a time if that, but um, I believe Wednesday night I went to see Barbie. So uh, dinner was popcorn at the movie theater. Movie theater popcorn, perfect way to finish off a day. Yeah, <laughs> especially with Barbie on the yeah. on the foreground. You seen it? It's yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really good. And my nails right now are uh, Barbie Ooh. nails. Yeah. Whenever oh. this pod comes out, people are gonna laugh probably because it's you know might be from a, a few weeks from now or a month from now. Awesome. Like Barbie mode. Um, you know, before we started recording, you said Thursday was a really special day for mm-hmm. food. Can you can you take us through what you ate? Yesterday, my whole team worked from my from my house. We had um, a mini celebration in the afternoon because uh, we had a new hire that just joined us this week. Um, and so we're celebrating her um, first week as well as two upcoming birthdays. So we had a bunch of drinks and we had um, cupcake. So that was like a nice little sugar rush in the afternoon. Um, but then in the evening, I went to a 
really special dinner that was um, hosted at the Westholm House, which is this Australian Wagyu company that has this mansion in Beverly Hills for whatever reason. <laughs> they do a lot of events. And so it's fun to go to those. Um, and, and these events, they usually bring in like a chef to showcase their cuts of Wagyu. And um, I've actually done a dinner there as well. Um, but um, last night, the chef, you know, it was really special. He actually is from Lagos and he was just in town and did this special dinner. His name is Michael. I'm going to try to say his last name. Michael Elibede. Elibede. Mm -hmm. And he has this very, he's like trained at 11 Madison Park. He's worked at all these like incredible kitchens across us and europe and he um has this fine dining restaurant in lagos that is also like you know training and bringing up next generation of like local chefs there um and he did this dinner that was like combining i mean he, he brought suitcases of ingredients with him from uh nigeria and um spices and all kinds of things that you know flavor flavorings and he was able to combine that with, you know, the Santa Monica farmer's market produce that he found. Wow. And it was so special. And it was under this giant oak tree outdoors. And it was a beautiful setting. And we had like, we had so much amazing food. Like he had um, some, some beautiful like cured halibut and spot prawn with like fennel and, you know, chive oil. Um, and then the scallop dish, uh, you know, everything was just like so vibrant, beautiful. And of course, like he showcased the Wagyu. So there was lots of beautiful Wagyu on top of like jollof rice um, that was perfectly spiced and smoky. And he had this oxtail pepper soup, which I've never had pepper soup like that. I've had oxtail soup, but this was so peppery. It was so memorable and yeah it was um it was a really magical evening and I was really and I felt really lucky to be um to be present because you know he was just passing through LA and happened to you know only be here for two nights and so um I, I feel like there's not enough you know really um specific kind of African cuisine yeah. here in LA and so yeah it was like a learning experience for me to to be exposed to those flavors so it was a very special evening how marvelous as the person with the sweet tooth i have to ask was there dessert and can you tell me about it yes um it was a beautiful chocolate mousse and it was like it had some kind of spice i forget the name of it but oh. it was a chocolate mousse that was super rich and on top of it was the most delightful like berries situation very mm. medley like strawberries like white raspberries oh wow and then he garnished it with these tiny little flowers they said were carrots flowers and oh. they taste like carrots you, oh you know, wow. they actually have carrot flavor but they're like these little white flowers so wow very good well, yeah. thank you for telling me about that. Uh, my my mouth is watering, especially thinking about the spice and the chocolate combo too. So glorious. We're going to do rapid fire and I'm going to rattle off some questions. 
First is what's the best music to listen to while eating, in your opinion? Ooh, um, I would say instrumental, no vocals and something meditative mm. um, because, you know, digestion is important. and <laughs> You want to be in a calm state to receive the blessing that you are, you know, about to consume. Oh. So um, I would say something by like Max Richter. Okay. We're going to actually put a link to Max Richter at the bottom of this. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in it's your city? So let's say Los Angeles. What's your all-time favorite restaurant? That is very difficult to answer. I like different restaurants for different reasons. Um, if we if we count by like the restaurant I've been to the most in recent history, it's, yes. it's been Anajak just because I live here in Sherman Oaks. It's 10 minutes from my house. I, it's the way that I lure people to come to Sherman Highway <laughs> when they want to meet up with me. So um, I promise them that I can get them into Anajak because um, it's a very hard table to, to get. So yeah, I, I would say Anajak. What was your favorite childhood snack growing up? Um, Jong dumplings. It's like the sweet and spicy, amazing pork dumpling dish. What is your favorite meal of the day now? Dinner. Why? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I like, I feel like, cause I, I skip breakfast, right? Usually. Um, and lunch, I try to be really healthy, but dinner, I kind of feel like it's like all free for all. Yeah. yeah. Like free for all. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm in that exact same boat actually. Um, what is one food and you have to be as specific as you can that you would eat for the rest of your life, knowing you were getting all the nutritional benefits and health benefits that you needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you could eat it like all three meals as well. Two meals a day. I've thought about this. Mapo okay. tofu. Okay. Yes. It's just the perfect dish. A mapo tofu on rice all day. Yes. Anybody's recipe or like any particular spots dish? Um, I, I order it sometimes from Sichuan Impression. I like it better at Chengdu Impression, which is in Arcadia. And I make a pretty good one. And the recipe is on flybedging.com. It's actually funny. I've I've made the recipe that y'all have on your website before and it turned out perfectly. So we're also going to share that. Um, Jing, thank you so much for being on. This was so much fun and such a delight, such a perfect bite, honestly. Mm, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Where can everybody find you and Fly by Jing? So flybyjing.com on Amazon, anywhere. Um, any Whole Foods, uh, many targets across the country, Costco, uh, Sprouts and Bristol Farms and many other grocery stores. But um, yeah, I, I also have a cookbook coming out, which is September 26th, which is uh, going to be really exciting. I'm Yay! Four, so catch me in a city near you. Um, and the book is available for pre-order anywhere that books are sold right now. Yay. We'll definitely link to the pre-order link too, because it's going to be marvelous. Thank you so much, Jing. Talk Thank to you soon. You. Too soon. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time.